Hey, what's up, everybody? My name's Britt, and this is Young American. Last week was episode one. We launched and had a lot of listeners and a lot of great feedback. Thank you guys so much. If you listened, if you are listening for the very first time, this is episode two. We really, really appreciate that you're here, and we hope that you have a lot of fun with us. This is a conversation, and this particular podcast is intended to go out Mother's Day weekend, or maybe a little bit after. But if you're listening right now, one thing that we all have in common is you've got a mom that gave you life and whether she's around or whether she's out of the picture you can be thankful to her for that at least so if she is around give her a hug tell her thank you we're going to be talking a little bit about moms today and some other stuff to be perfectly honest this conversation just takes on a life of its own and goes if you would like to join the conversation or share one of your stories we're happy to hear it we'd love to hear it give us your feedback Tell us you like it. Tell us you hate it. We'll read it all. It doesn't matter. Um, you can join us and uh, email us at youngamericantalk at gmail.com. Eventually, we'll probably have some social media that you can interact with us. But for right now, that's all we've got is youngamericantalk at gmail.com. So, all right. That's enough for me. We're going to go ahead and get started. Thank you guys for listening. This is episode number two. You're listening to Young American. start oh yeah welcome back it's us what are we called again young american. american young american what's up everybody welcome back thank you so much for coming so tonight we have got myself brit my brother chris hello <laughs> i didn't know you were going to say hello <laughs> wait longer <laughs> nathan hello john is in atlanta what's up what's up an addition to tonight because oh, every day is an audition Mr. Andrew. Summer Andrew is here. She's here. Very close. Do you want me to say your last name or do you want me to keep you anonymous? You didn't say anyone else's last name. I didn't. We introduced John. Hold on. First is is good. First is fine. You know, we didn't say last time because we always say that John's in Atlanta, but we are in Lexington, Kentucky. It was on there a couple of times and it just got cut out. Can we keep calling John Mr. John? Yes. Sleepy John. Sleepy John. That's it. So we're in Lexington, Kentucky. You're listening to Young American. Andrew, what are you doing? See, don't look over here, please. It's bad. We've got off to just like an amazing start on this one. This is like that cartoon where the, the little hair is in the bottom corner. And it's like... So last week... What? <laughs> what little hair is in the corner? You know, the little, the little cartoon hair. I know exactly what he's talking e- about. E- 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 With that dog <laughs> in the tuxedo <laughs> singing, Pigado, Pigado, you know. <laughs> yes, it's like, a, it's like, oh, man, I'm an idiot. Thank you guys so much for listening. We got some great feedback. And some not so good feedback. And some not so good feedback. So last week I QB'd and we talked um, about our worst first, but this week <laughs> Chris is going to QB this week. There's a little hair in the corner going, <laughs> So, what's the deal with little hairs in the corner? Chris, what do you got for us? Uh, 
I don't know when this will actually be released, uh, but we, it, Mother's Day is coming up for those of you mothers out there and uh, you mother fathers. Does anybody have anything? So the four of us are all married. Some of us have kids. Most. <laughs> Most have kids. Some do not. All of us have mothers. One do not. So if there's anything that you all would like to say. It's like a Mother's Day shout out. A Mother's Day shout out. Sure. All right. How's your mama? My mom's your mom. Should we start with, are we starting with stories? Yeah, so I think that's I've got a good great way to, Mother's Day story. This is a good one to like dive into. Do you guys have, as we're remembering our mothers and honoring our mothers, do you have any either stories? Each of us have, have very different moms. Okay, I got one. So mom's name is Rachel. And um, if there's one thing to be said about her, she is, uh, she's very much a mother bear. She's got uh, a little bit of the temper in her. And she can be very protective when that happens. And one story is when Chris and I started high school, she would drop us off at school. And we already talked about last week, Chris and I are a little hard to roust in the morning. And so mom was dropping us off at school and we were running late, of course. And so we were waiting in the car line at Lafayette High School and we pull up right to the front and everybody, freshmen in high school. And if you can think like all of the cool kids are out there, they're smoking out there everybody's lining up getting in the doors and whatnot does that is that weird to think of give them hell big l they just smoke in the bathroom now <laughs> that's true vape in the bathroom vape in the bathroom right. so mom drops us off and this like we're groggy getting out of the car and this friend of ours named sheldon he like yells out like shouts like hey christian Brennan!" And, like, just raises up a, a peace sign or something, like, hey, what's up? And I think we just, not even realizing what's going, we kind of look and we're like, uh, oh, oh, what's up? So we go back inside. We don't hear or witness the next part. So apparently my mom thinks that this kid has yelled at us and said some blankety-blank at us. And she whips the vehicle around and pulls up and leans over and rolls down the window. And she's just like... And this kid looks left and then looks right and looks behind him. And he's like, me? You, are you talking to me? And she's like, did you have something that you wanted to say to me? <laughs> Everybody's witnessing this. And she said, hey, if you have something to say to my kids, then you can say it to me. That's what she said. That's what she said. And this guy's just looking at her like, uh. Okay, and th and then she says to cap it all off. She said, "That's what I thought," and then just speeds off. Yeah, that's yeah. she says that, and he goes, "Are you talking to me?" She goes, "Yeah, that's what I thought." <laughs> then guns it. Yeah. What was she driving? An oxidized Oldsmobile. <laughs> <laughs> Probably an oxidized Buick Century. I imagine and not an Oldsmobile. Maybe a little saber. I imagine it would have been a reclaimed Crown Victoria at the time. Blue police blue. interceptor. Exactly. So to cap out that story, Chris and I go back in and we're like getting our stuff from our locker. It's it's the first week or two of high school. This guy walks back in and he's like, Chris and Britton, is that your mom out there that dropped you off? And we're like, uh, yeah. He's like, dude, she's a bitch. He said, dude, what the hell's wrong with your mom? It's like, what do you mean? She's a bitch. <laughs> 
Was this, so, kid a, was this kid a freshman too? What was, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We, I think we just kind of hung. I, I don't think I ever saw him again. That's the last friend you made it, at Lafayette High School. It's the last time we ever talked to him. <laughs> That's because Rachel buried him in the backyard. Yeah, He's yeah. the punisher. No, he was still around. But all of that to say, Mom, you are not a bee. You've always been the mama bear. You've been the protector, and you've always been that for us. We were kind of the safe house where a lot of friends would crash, and uh, I think that was kind of what you were built for. I thought you were going to tell the story of that one time at your all's birthday party. I thought your mom was going to end Jordan Amel. I, I thought she was going to absolutely destroy this kid for, like, cheating at a— This is a beautiful picture that? we're painting of my mother. <laughs> well, when you said, like, protective mama bear, I was like, that's very, very true, Rachel. She's certainly done that for me, but I thought— that night, we were playing like it wasn't like hungry, hungry hippos, but it was like something kind of like that where you were like in a jungle and it from the pit. It was it was it from the pit or God, forbidden bridge. Yeah, and Jordan was like cheating or something, and I just saw like all a hell's fire just burning in your mom's eyes. Got the Latin temper, like, oh, man. Man, this guy is done for. If you, if you were to sum up Blessed Little Eva in a single story that you would want the masses to hear. What would it be? A story? I feel like there's so many. Well, you guys probably know more Eva stories or can tell more Eva stories than I do because I just like... One thing about your mom, she was... Gosh, she's a firecracker, man. She is a firecracker in a tin can. But you, your mom, your mom's cooking, in your words, like cabbage and air casserole. <laughs> we come over with seaweed and then for, for dessert, it was a, a healthy slice of watermelon. And then just gorge myself at the Pendleton household of sugary sweets and frozen gogurts. <laughs> John, John came to our house and then and just ate all Tonic types of snacks. Well, I think probably the most like infamous Eva story has to do with the shorts, even though it's kind of like an Eva and a Tate story. We will have hit the pinnacle of this pod if we can get Tate on this episode one time. And have Chris do an impression of Tate. Oh, no pod. doubt. Just so we can have them both on the same and see if they're like two separate people. Actually, last night I watched the video of him FaceTiming you from his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an absolute all-timer. Did I tell that story last week by any chance? God, I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this a lot. I'm going to recycle stories nonstop. But so... We were in high school, and board shorts had just become the thing. It had, like, just become cool to wear board shorts and not wear, like, swim trunks that had, like, underwear liners. It all comes back to PacSun. <laughs> Always comes back to PacSun. And I wanted these board shorts that were yellow, and they had navy flowers on them with, like, a silver trim. I thought they were so cool. And I asked my mom, hey, can I get these? They're 50 bucks, and I've got 25 bucks saved up. And she's like no like what in god's name do you think like you would be able to spend 50 dollars on a pair of clothing are you insane but the negotiation like, the negotiation was that she she had agreed to spend 25 dollars on you precisely and so i'm just like mom your math doesn't add up here but she's my mom and she kind of ruled with an iron fist so we just kind of went about our our ways but then sometime later we happened to be in Paxson, me and my parents and i talked to my dad who I kind of knew was a little bit of a pushover from a pretty young age. But I was like, hey, Dad, can I, like, get these shorts? And he's like, yeah, okay. And so I got them, or I, I went up to the counter with Dad to pay for them, and my mom was off looking at somewhere else, and she came up. She's like, what are you all doing? We're like, uh, and Dad's like, oh, I'm getting these shorts. And my mom, again, like, I thought, like, all the hell's fire were just in her eyes, just looking at Dad, just going like, Tate, you can't do that. 
And then, of course, the famous, you cannot get those shorts, came out from that. But that's, I mean, that's Eva, man. There's not a whole lot of reasoning with her. So, Kate, but she's Kate, amazing at the same time. Why you say that? Why you say that? Oh, oh. You cannot get those shots. That is so good. God, that's it is spot so on. good. Is spot on, my Especially dad. in the headphones, that is so good. One more time, I'm so gonna one close time, my eyes. Yeah. One time, uh, John had me wow. call his sister, who was living in Chicago at the time. <laughs> was it her birthday? I don't really remember. I just remember we randomly called her, and we had her on the line for like about twenty seconds. No, uh, we called her. We left a voicemail with me as Tate and she <laughs> called you back and said is something wrong with dad <laughs> has he had a PBR so so far uh we've noted that Britain's mom is a B John's mom rules with an iron fist and his, and his dad <laughs> is a spineless jellyfish it'd be a so, great father's day pod this is gonna be a great tribute to the parents here well let, love, here, love you guys let Those me let awesome. me uh take the shorts one step further so uh my mom my mother's day story is a is a punishment story this was probably i don't know i might have been nine or ten and uh, I was the fr- I'm, I'm the firstborn, so I got kind of the brunt of the punishment uh, for things. And one summer, I, I can't remember what I did, but Kathy went like mental warfare, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> and instead of taking something away, right, like, you know, uh, TV or, uh, you know, no Sega, whatever, she made, Sega! she made me, she made me wear a pair of khaki shorts that she knew that I hated. With oh n- with no belt, I'm not. This is completely true. So it was, so you know, I'm off for summer, playing outside all the time. I was probably older than ten, but she's like, okay, well, you know, your punishment's going to be for this week when you go outside to play. You're wearing these khaki shorts. Wow. And Man. they were really long, and I hated that. And so I would did the cheerleader thing where I rolled the I rolled the waist up, and but in, I mean, what a, what a punishment! Instead of I, mean, I remember thinking at that age like. Man, that's good. This is a really like, good this punishment. sucks. <laughs> really, they might have been pleated. I don't remember exactly, but I was gonna say, what did you hate about them? Just the fact that they were long. They were just long khaki shorts. You know, you might, John, you might see these in the blue courts in the last court. Uh, <laughs> a, a Randall tan. Uh, so she. So for a week, I was in Issa Wagey Burger. You know, in the thick of it in summer in summer mode with these long. What'd you say? Randall Tan is like a foreign exchange student that came to UK long before we were there, and he would always he would pronounce veggie burger. He would always ask about the veggie burger. It's a wagey burger. It's a wagey burger. That's like not even our story. We're telling other people's stories at this point. I will say it's comforting to know that someone as sweet and as kind as Kathy was at one time like a bit vindictive. Like, as a parent, like, now with a small kid, like, man, maybe one day I'm going to be like, hey, Rooney, guess what? You get to wear that ugly-ass dress that you really hate. No, that's Because great, you didn't want to take them. It was, like, that's a great That's a really good yeah, idea. It was full-on, like, I mean, I physically wore the shorts, but the mental warfare was just nuts. Like, the only, I was so embarrassed. No one cared, right? No one's like, I mean, somebody might have made fun of me. I don't remember, but nobody cared that I was wearing the shorts. But in my head, I'm like, this is awful i'm looking down at my knees which are covered <laughs> didn't like that Gosh. so rolled them up it was it was bad but that's brilliant she i mean I, and i'm the firstborn so my by the time my sister who's the youngest of three my parents were like 
yeah, here's a car. Come back in three days. <laughs> Wear whatever you want. We'll see you in a few days. We better and look not at you. see your knees. And look at me now. You're kick-ass. I don't know that I... All my shorts are above the knee. <laughs> All my shorts. Thigh only. I'd like to think she thought about it for some time. Or maybe didn't even consult my father. That She was like, what am I going to do? I've taken plenty of things. You were a tough nut to crack. Yeah, there was a book in the in the family bookshelf that I believe the title was Raising a Difficult Child, <laughs> which Andrew. doesn't try to hide anything. And at that point, I think I was, you know, my brother's in the middle was too young to be a difficult child. It was you. Yeah. So you, yeah. you knew? Was, you looked at it oh, yeah. identified that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the inside, it said, to Andrew, from mom and dad. <laughs> I actually remember seeing it when you, when we were kids. I remember seeing it in the garage. I just, that book was just sitting out there with a marker in it. and <laughs> I, I do remember that. Oh, kind of bad now. Kid. Wait, was this next to the Wisdom Whacker? What? How come you all haven't talked about the Wisdom Whacker? We should talk about That's the Wisdom okay, In honor of Mother's right Day, the wi- I was actually That's talking about one. the Wisdom yeah, Whacker you- last night. Um, and- so Andrew's dad and my mom. Um, our so siblings. Were, well, and tell them the rest of the family tree. So, yeah, and what is the rest of the family tree? Well, and your dad and my mom. Oh, well, that's weird, too. Yeah, so uh, Andrew's dad are, and my mom are our brother and sister, and then my dad and Kathy, <laughs> Andrew's mom, are cousins. Are, are they really? It's, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, first cousins. Once removed. I mean, I don't think I knew this. Yeah. It's like Inception. No doubt. Andrew's mom's dad is my dad's first cousin that's what it is because that's right yeah 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 his yeah so you guys were related prior to that's correct we were related no matter what correct wow so andrew and i are cousins and also we're cousins (laughs) so just for everyone listening nathan and andrew are cousins chris and i are twins everyone everyone read your uh what's the what is it, 25? 23 and me. 23 and oh, me. Oh, two extra chromosomes. <laughs> Spare part. 25 and me. 25. I always thought it was, I always thought it was 23 in me. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> which is not a good website to, to try to type in. That's like in Diana Jones. Oh, oh God. I'd like to order a test. 23. Okay. Um, so so just to get back. Uh, and then Britain, Britain and Johnny are married to sisters. That's right. Britain and Johnny. <laughs> there is like a strange. Uh, We're all related. It to does, this. man. This this is a very crazy forking family tree right here sitting at this table. Are we, are we related to Nathan and, and Andrew in some weird way? No. Probably somewhere down the line. I'm adopted, so probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the Wisdom Whacker. So the Wisdom Whacker we found out within the last maybe year or two was this you know paddle we used to get punished with uh as kids and they were they were they were not very liberal with it we we really had to deserve it and usually they gave us a choice of you can get spanked by this or lose tv for a month like yeah spank me um so we found out i didn't know it had a title which is the wisdom whacker and they had to take a 10-week course like with videos and like a some sort of mediator (laughs) like so our parents would take this course for 10 weeks together to earn the wisdom whacker <laughs> to bring it home to be able to punish their kids properly. Well, wait, 10 week 10 week course from who? Who's teaching? It was at uh, it was at First Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> Pam Pepper. Pam Pepper which is What like, is the wisdom whacker? It's it 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 honestly feels like it's wooden on one side and leather on the other, but it but it it uh, it's basically a piece of a belt. Oh god, a piece of a belt. It's essentially a thank you sir, may I have another. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now yeah, now they're sold at Spencer Gifts. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of thumbs on it. Brit Brit sold a lot of those back in the day. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. 
It's a big circle, circular wheel with thumbs on it that you set your. We usually <laughs> lost TV. We usually lost TV. But every once in a while, they'd be like, "Do you want to? Do you want the fast track punishment, or do you want? Do you want the slow, not enjoying your after school activity of TV?" And it was always just spank me real quick. It only hurt for a minute, but. So so far, just to catch up, Britton told a story of his. M- of his mom like cursing out a kid on her on, on the first day of high school. John told a story about his mom not letting him get shorts. Andrew told a story about his mom making him wear shorts. <laughs> and, and Nathan told a story about getting hit with half of a belt. Through shorts. That's through shorts called a Boy, wisdom. Boy, we biker. love our mom. So you better bring so, it home. This wasn't exactly what I had anticipated when I said, do you want to do a Mother's Day tribute? But yeah, hey, I love it's it. It's a group therapy session. Okay, I'm going to say something about sweet Rachel that is, your is, mom. is my mom and, and somebody else in here is mom. Uh, so there's a... There's a, um, this is kind of a funny story. She loved like uh, mysteries, unsolved mysteries. She would always be watching like those. Nowadays, there's like 48 hours mystery. And my wife loves like uh, all the, those stories about, at one point when, when we first got married, our DVR was full of these 48 hours mystery stories where the husband is always killed by his wife. And, uh, it was just like chocked full of these same ending every time. It was like, but Doug had a secret. And it was like, this, I, I don't know that this is bringing me comfort knowing that it's the same story every time. Well, sweet Rachel uh, loved Unsolved Mysteries, loved old Alfred Hitchcock movies, things like that. And she, uh, we were homeschooled in elementary school. So, she was home a lot with us, probably going a little stir crazy. And at one point, she had convinced herself that our neighbor across the street had killed his <laughs> wife. Oh, God. She, like, we lived on a, a street, not super busy. Everybody kind of knew everybody. But across the street, there was, a, like, an older uh, couple. And we knew him, uh, called him Mr. and Mrs. Barry. And they were you'd see him all the time. We'd talk to him whenever we were out there. We would always play in the front yard and... We had these swings that would swing from. So we were very familiar with these people. And at one point, Mr. Barry's wife just stops coming out of the house. So instead of, hey, asking about it or what, I wonder what's going on there. Let's make sure everything's okay. <clears throat> Rachel, who also, do you remember we had that, my, we have a sister who was 10 years younger and she had a baby monitor in her room and it would pick up. Uh, this is early on in oh my baby God, monitor technology. I forgot about that. It would pick up uh, the phone Their conversations phone. of people around us. It would pick up especially Whoa. the berries, but it was but only could, their side of the conversation. So like you, you could, could only Whoa. hear the neighbor's side of the conversation. Yeah. You couldn't hear who they were calling or who they were talking to. So my sister eventually becomes old enough to like grow out of having a baby monitor but that baby monitor stuck around because you can better believe we were spying on Mr. Barry and hearing what he what he had done to kill his wife. <laughs> <laughs> but it got so she like disappears. We start we stopped seeing her for a little bit. I think the real story is she went to go help her mom who was aging and, and not doing well. And and uh, so we just see Mr. Barry. And I don't know if she was like 
afraid to ask, but at one point, like, she is convinced, like, around the clock, just looking out the, the windows, hiding behind the curtain, trying to listen to the baby monitor, checking uh, at, at all hours of the night to see any kind of strange behavior. Oh. Is he is he pulling out uh, trash bags? At, in, Jimmy in Stewart, shades? rear window. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy Stewart, rear window style. Uh, and then all of a sudden she showed up and it was like, wow, we, we, you really got to get some, <laughs> you really got to get out. She, I don't long. think she'd ever get to the point either. She'd just be like, have you guys, have you guys seen Miss, Mrs. Barry? Cause I, you know, gosh, it's just, it's just been a few days. I, you know, I, I hope everything's going all right there. And then you just catch her like peering out the blinds. At, at first it <laughs> sounded like she, at first it sounded like she n- knew that, she that Mrs. Barry was okay. She was just trying to convince you guys to mess with you, but she actually <laughs> thought herself that. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, so yes. she's just bringing you along for the ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you ask her about it, she's like, "No, I didn't. No, I didn't." It's like, "Mom, you were you were measuring the flower beds to see if uh, <laughs> if the dirt had been piled up a little bit further." Come on. <laughs> or if he did like an old man Marley and like turned her body into to salt. And- John, oh. Speaking of old man Marley. <laughs> Can you please tell the story nice. about you falling for the fact that old man Marley <laughs> was some dude's? Uh... I can't believe you. Did oh this. yeah, <laughs> didn't you? God, that John, was. This is a recent. Like a we kind of discovered this recently, right? You tried to go back and trace this. No, John just owned up to it recently. No, 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 no. My bubble was burst. No, set this here. Yeah, set the stage. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let's let's cut. Just take take a breath, pause, and go. No, my bubble was burst because what happened was a good friend of mine growing up in school said that his mom's dad was old man Marley from Home Alone. So this guy, Matt, said, my grandpa, that's him. And I was like, whoa. For those of you unfamiliar with who old man Marley is. You ever heard of South Bend Shovel Slam? Please watch Home Alone. It's uh, Kevin McAllister. Uh, thinks that there's this this man who's legendary in the neighborhood who is just a kind man salting the roads, but they think that he has killed his family and put it in this salt <laughs> can, and he's, that's the way he's getting rid of the evidence there. But so he tells me this, and I believe him. I mean, why wouldn't I believe him? I was in sixth grade. I'm just like, okay, wow, that's really cool. It's not like he said his dad was Michael Jordan or something like that. I mean, I was just like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And so years and years and years go by to so, like, this was last summer, wasn't it? I feel like yes, it was. I was texting with you guys, and someone asked me something about, like, hey, will you reach out to Matt to, to get some information on old man Marley? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I just, like, found out via just like a text that he was just like oh no i was like totally joking can i ask i was just like what is that what's that that text like where you're just like hey haven't talked to you in a while (laughs) yeah i mean it was pretty amazing my text to matt was pretty just like hey man this is weird but i just have to ask you something is your grandfather really old man marley and i think he's like a lawyer now and married to like a gajillionaire it was weird but he was like yeah dude i was like totally joking it was a tough day for so me. So who autographed my snow shovel? Well, here, no, so here, here's the, 
Here's the text thread, John, between you and I guess Andrew found it. The text thread. Well, he, real quick, here's here's Matt's text. Actually, I, I went further in. Matt's text directly to you is, uh, "No, sorry, but my real grandfather did look identical to Old Man Marley." Oh, it's creepy. I'll have to send you a pic. Never got it. God, shattered a boy's dream. All is well. Right there. You yeah, lived your was, whole life by bad. that. Yeah, man. What am I supposed to do? It's like I've been catfished my whole life. Well, so that that took a turn. I didn't think that it was going to. But uh, do you all? So going back to Mother's Day with with that beautiful, beautiful tribute that we just gave. Do you all for Mother's Day, Father's Day? Do you guys give gifts? You're supposed to, a card. If you don't show up with a card, you're a real <laughs> bag. You're a card guy. Card yeah. shark. Yes. Can I have a card? And flowers, or just, or just one of the flowers, or either nice. or. It is May. Is it a card that you're like, who is it? Is it my mother, or is am I giving it to my wife as a mother? Both, both. either. I never give flowers to Liz anymore. John, what Ooh. are you opening? Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> John, John, you only eat and John, drink noisy things. John is the skinniest <laughs> guy with diabetes ever. <laughs> John, yeah, no kidding. Has been proven, I am not a diabetic. TBD on that. Though. You still just eat like a trash can. That doctor was actually just catfishing you. You're, you've got two weeks. <laughs> you had, you had say goodbye to that left foot in two weeks. <laughs> what, what's the family guy? He said, he said I'm, not, I'm not fat Albert anymore. I'm morbidly obese Albert. <laughs> I, I can't eat fudge anymore. I was out of count of my diabetes. Remember when they took my foot? Remember when they took my foot? Uh, He's in the back of that like pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these parts are super hard to wade through, right here. Just leave them. I'm oh, sure. So, uh, on on the card thing, is the card something that you've you've picked up before and put a lot of thought into, or are you just like scribbling that in the room next door right before you <laughs> hand it to her? Usually, it's in in the driveway as we pull up. I mean, I think you know. The envelope is still wet from licking the the back of it and sealing it up. It's not even adhered yet. It's just still <laughs> exactly. wet. Ew. Exactly. I, no, I don't give flowers anymore because what? I when I I sent flowers one year to my wife at for Valentine's Day to where she worked. She worked at Big Ass Bands with Chris, and I sent flowers over there. And my wife is a penny pincher. There's no lavishness, and and if she she will she will die for a bargain. Anyway, I sent her flowers to be delivered there, and she found the purchase on the the online, like on the and she before tra- you, before, before Valentine's Day, tracked it down on like February twelfth and canceled it. Texted me, and she was like, <laughs> "Did you did you?" Pay fifty bucks for flowers to be delivered. I was like, How "Yes." Dare you buy me yes, flowers? I did, and she was like, "Don't do that. I don't like. That's not worth it at all to me. That doesn't. That's not my love language. Anything like that." And then I, so I was like, "Okay, fine." And then I showed up on B day to go and take her out to lunch, and all of her coworkers are like, "Oh, bro, did you did you show up empty handed? Oh my god! Like, hey, hey, come here, here, here's some flowers that that." That my husband gave me. You can you can give him to just say they're from. Just say that you got him. And she was. You were like, no, no, no. She canceled him. I did. I was, she canceled okay. the singing telegram. But no, I'm just a card guy. What's yeah. the worst gift that you've ever received or given? 
um, when this is just in general, right? This has nothing yeah. to do with Mother's Day. The only thing I can really think of, I'm I'm pretty easy to buy for, I think. Uh, but when I was, my sister and I um, didn't get along as well in our t- like early twenties as we did before and have since. But I remember I was excited because like I had a job and I could get people gifts, and I I got her like. I think I gave her like a $50 gift card or something for Christmas and I was like super excited about it. I was like, finally, I'm like able to give people gifts that are getting me gifts and I won't feel like a dirt bag because <laughs> that's how it always was. It was like, Laura got you this really nice thing for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. So I was like kind of excited. I don't really care about what people get me, but like I was just really, I was beaming with pride that I was able to actually get her something. <laughs> she had gotten two gifts for me, both from Goodwill. One of them was, one of them was a dancing Grinch doll. <laughs> oh God! That was terrifying, and she said, "Reminded her of the way I dance, which is awesome." <laughs> and then second, <laughs> and then second, it was uh, like these, like it was a homemade potato chip maker. It was missing like seventy five percent of the pieces, <laughs> both from Goodwill. It was so 75%. dirty. <laughs> Who makes homemade chips? Did you receive the Dancing Grinch doll, or did you give? The- no, I was given both of those gifts. I gave her a fifty dollar gift card. And I think it was the only time I've probably ever opened a gift that I was like, are you serious? Like, Where's the real gift? And she's like, no, these are, these. look at this dancing Grinch. It's hilarious. It's like, this is for all the <laughs> gifts you gave me as a child. <laughs> Homemade potato chip maker. It was all, both, both just probably picked him up at Goodwill on the day before, day before Christmas Eve. And <laughs> it's like, oh no, I haven't gotten anything from Nathan yet. Well, he's a dirt bag. I'll just get him these. <laughs> you, you remind me of the evil icon of Christmas. <laughs> you guys have like a Goodwill tradition. At your oh yeah, I actually really love that. So Mary's family does; they don't buy expensive gifts for each other. They do Goodwill gifts. It has to be from Goodwill or from a thrift store. And what you we have a trophy that goes around. So we, you're kind of searching all year for it. We vote on who who had the best find, which is always nine times out of ten is her brother Jonathan because he's just amazing at it. He like buys and sells things on eBay. Like he'll go to goodwills and find peter mlar like uh button-ups and, and he just knows like what to look say for. say that again what word did you just say what did you peter say? mlar like uh Blar. they're like golf shirts he know noir <laughs> he's like what are you saying glass of merlot, <laughs> glass of merlot red or white uh yeah so uh, he'll just well <laughs> that's the other thing is he he'll find things that he knows like Oh, like, well, I don't even know. I'm not even going to say it because I know that whatever I say and say cut out usually ends up getting done. Oh, this is the part where he goes off on anal glands. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to leave that in because now you're making fun of it. It's good. (laughs) Is the Goodwill gift competition who can find the nicest gift at Goodwill or like just the most like wacky homemade chip maker type thing no it's it's not like a white elephant thing like you actually try to i mean sometimes mm-hmm. there there are totally those ones that go through but i think somebody found like a will you just dump the sour patch kids on the table buddy? unreal it's not as bad as the the glass of ice you were unreal <laughs> you were like my six-year-old unreal. son in a church service like find, that found a- i barely touched the bag it's so loud in this so headphones. loud man it's loud in John these will headphones. also nurse that box of Sour Patch Kids for two days. <laughs> he just uh, lets, lets the salt. If it was in my hands, it'd be gone because of all the watermelon seconds. desserts you had as a kid. <laughs> I drink right, exactly. fast and I eat. The pendulum has swung the other way, man. 
<laughs> that made me laugh. Okay, I put the Sour Patch Kids away. No, you you can keep Assholes. them out. It <laughs> you can no, keep. No, Chris, your hearing is so sensitive. I can't eat my candy. You guys are cracking beers every two seconds. <laughs> Chris is like, hey, little hair in the corner, get me one. 68 ounces of beer in. <laughs> this is this is prime real estate for your mother-in-law. Oh, she's never. She, I'm gonna send her. A, I'm gonna send her a decoy. Yeah, get it. Get it. Send her Paul and Morgan. Yeah, I need to. We need to make. Uh, we may need to make another. I won't ever tell the the title of this podcast. Let's make another podcast that's just burner just prayer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Youngest American. Okay, so on the subject of buying and so you know you asked the question about the the gifts. Yeah, it's the goodwill gift. Yeah, you want to. We always go for like the best gift or who found the most unique to to that person. Like, and there's some there's some gold that people have found there was like i don't know this big fur coat that somebody found at uh so there was like a a map or something of the master's course that was really cool old vintage oh that was cool um yeah there's some there's some pretty unique stuff in there but somehow i'm always given like my mother-in-law always gets me like either small or like schmedium shirts <laughs> <laughs> they're always like printed with like Oh, you like Star Wars, don't like here's here's a, a small long sleeve Star Wars shirt because Chris likes that, doesn't he? Do I? <laughs> I've Do seen I? it. <laughs> Liz's mom gave me a sock puppet. What? <laughs> oh, period. Yeah. That was the end of that sentence. Uh, <laughs> like, was it of even like something famous, or was it just like this? something made famous? Liz's mom, <laughs> the most famous sock puppet. Liz's like mom. Like a Hulk Hogan sock puppet? Yeah, Liz's it. mom gave me a pirate sock puppet. Was it from Spencer's? <laughs> what age were you? Uh, I was married to her daughter. I, what oof. age were you? That was like a, a just a stunner of a moment because I remember I opened it up and I just looked at it. And I didn't know. What's wrong with this mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, my first response was I thought I'd opened somebody else's gift. I was like, there are no little kids present. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I it's my birthday. I should be the only one opening a present. What is going on right now? I'm I've opened and it was like one of these like packaged some assembly required type things like build your own a sock puppet yeah it was a sock puppet it was like a striped build sock. your own yeah and you it had all of these different like felt parts that you could like Get it from ikea it, I, I, something like that where you could like hey i want him to have an eye patch or i want him to have uh this crook in his mouth or this mustache or this pipe hanging out <laughs> man it was hard to recover just not just going Oh, thank you. That's uh, that's that's very sweet. <laughs> I love. Do you still have it? And puppets. No, it's gone. It's long gone. Did that go right into the trash, or did you like <laughs> save it for? Her? <laughs> Not in front of her. No. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> have you ever re-gifted something that somebody oh, yeah. to somebody? Oh yeah. Oh, to the person that gave it to you? Because that's happened to Mary before. A whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, like some she gave somebody something. It's like oh, an old directly school. back. I think it might have been Sherry Beth. Sherry Beth, like she got her something and then and then gave it back to her. I can't remember if she did it to Sherry Beth or Sherry Beth did it to her. 
I was like, oh, well, it seems like more of a you thing anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> what a good line. Turn it around. And how long do you have to wait? That's a good question. Like, do you just go <coughs> let it sit for years and then return it or give, right. you know, gift it back? Is there a... Especially yeah, when somebody know. gives you something that's like supposed to be displayed. Or like you're supposed to wear. <laughs> what was the brand? Say the brand of shirt again that you that your brother-in-law Peter gets. Boy, Pinot Noir, <laughs> Pinot Noir, Shabbos. <laughs> uh, Shomer Shabbos. <laughs> Shomer Shabbos. No roll on Shabbos. Uh, so it's it's actually Peter Millar, I think is the okay. Name. You can Did tell. You say it's sexually. Sexually Peter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's just sexually. Or it's sexually. It's Peter Millar. It's sexual and violent. <laughs> Listen, the sock puppet was a gift. I'm taking it with me. So I don't want to play tummy sticks. Yeah. Do you? Uh, 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 the The truth about me is, if I ever received that like pirate sock puppet, I'd probably like hold on to it forever, just in case this person like ever showed up at my house. I'm like, I moved us over here doing puppet shows with this gift that I love. Okay, John. Do you? Are you a hoarder? Or do you? Do you still have like a thousand shoes? Oh yes. I do have a lot of shoes. No, Eva, my mother, is a hoarder. Is she really? She has like, oh my gosh. No, Eva definitely holds on to some stuff, man. I'll tell you what. It's just the day that her and dad decide that they're going to move is going to be really interesting. Because like, no joke, me and, and Steph have talked about, you know, sometime like they should go on vacation and we just like pull up with a dump truck and just like empty everything out. And I said that in front of my mom as a joke, and she got, like, pretty upset at me. Like, wow. yeah, it's weird. And it's less of, like, I need to hold on to this jar that I had 10 years ago that held Cool Whip in it. But it's just, like, it's just this weird, like, not having control. I don't know. It's very weird. It's a huge but, psychological like, thing to those people. Yeah. yeah. But I, then that reflects back on me because, yeah, I do have a whole bunch of shoes and – I have a hard time getting rid of them because I think like, oh, I like this shoe, and not to mention, I've already paid for it. Why would I get rid of it? Yeah, I have a, I have a lot of shoes in my closet. That's for sure. What's something that you just don't get, like don't understand? Like people who are just, you know, sneaker freaks and and love collecting shoes. Is like that's not your not your bag. I always find it like fascinating when you see like just an entirely other subculture that you didn't know about. You're like, oh, wow, like people are really into pokemon or like people there are people that have dedicated their lives to uh you know collecting my little pony uh yeah my little pony I, or, or like uh it's not that i don't understand it but something i've never been able to wrap my head around are people who are adults that absolutely love disney world like again like it makes sense to me but i'm just like it's disney world it's actually a really horrible place if you think about it like no one is happy like, even the kids aren't happy, but just the idea that, like, adults are just, like, so gung-ho. of Like, oh, God, I'm going on my annual trip to Disney. I'm just like, for what? John, tell, like us, how what? You, tell us how you really feel about Disney World. Are you talking about, John, are you talking about uh, adults that do not have kids or that have kids? Well, I would imagine that once you have, I mean, Chris, have you taken your kids to Disney yet? Confess. That would I be have, wasted. I have, yeah, I have three kids, <laughs> six, four, and two, and I am, I mean, it, it's, the plane ride alone would put me close to death so i would love to hear reese's analysis on disney world that would be amazing oh buddy when he was younger he, was, he loves countries and all that so he loves russia at first because he likes all things that are big uh -oh. but now he's really into math so he loves china 
because it has <laughs> it has the most people. And I'm like, man, like like let's not go around saying that Russia and China are your favorite countries. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Politically, that may not be your best move in school, son. Well, I just bring that up and like I would imagine that when you can take your kids and kind of like see them enjoy it, it becomes a different thing. But I also would imagine that taking kids to Disney World is horrible because they're crying all the time. They want something to eat and they want something to drink. Like no one's happy there. I just have never understood adults who are just like Disney World fanatics. It's it's just a very bizarre subculture where you're talking about. That's that's a weird one for me. I want someone to explain betting odds to me please no doubt i need someone to shed light on uh gambling odds because i i have absolutely zero idea um i somehow was able to get through calculus four and i have zero grasp on betting odds that's surprising to me because i feel like zero you're you're kind of somebody that that would come and i'm not against betting it's that i when if you know if i'm listening to a podcast and they're talking about NBA playoff odds or the line, like the line is this. And I'm like, Oh God, what does 13 to one mean? (laughs) Right. Like what, or or what's the, you know, if the line's at 135, I'm like, what do I bet on? What's the under? Does anyone have any idea? I went to Keeneland. And I owed some truth in this. I went to Keeneland for a work event and there was a guy there who's like self-proclaimed degenerate gambler and he was trying to explain like and it went in horse racing that's even worse because there's like seven horses or what however many horses in in the race and then you've got win place show and you can do all these trifectas superfectas blah 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 and i mean i was like oh he's he's really good at betting so i stood behind him and i was like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna get some notes here and he blurted out like 12 different things and then slapped like 500 bucks on the table and i was like oh the grand chawhi to win <laughs> five dollars that's all uh, yeah i don't i it, it was way over my head because it's, it's more than just saying i'm gonna put i'm gonna put 50 bucks down on like i need really dumbed down i need i'm betting ten dollars that creed eats this potato thinking it's an <laughs> apple that's what i like i need that versus if I put this, where I get lost is, if I put this much money down and this happens, I put this down and, and X happens and I get Y back or I get this much money back. Because you can bet on, I mean, I guess the odds are just, yeah, it's, it's so beyond me. that Or like a parlay. It's, it's, What's a parlay? It's that it's, it, well, a parlay can get you out of a lot of losses. Well, you st- it's, it's like a stack, right? So like a parlay, I think it's it's a couple of different bets that yeah. you have to win them all to win, and then you're mm-hmm. and then it's like kind of like a double or nothing. You're out. Look at this. Your cousin knew all along. Well, who we don't you... talk, we're not that close. <laughs> he gave me a Grinch for Christmas. That's that's, that's my understanding of it based on the movie Silver Linings Playbook. But they do a parlay at the end. So if anyone's listening to this and you know anything about betting odds, you can email me. Britain, what's something that you just don't get or don't understand? Is this like, a, you're talking like just a subculture well, just, or anything? It could be anything. Like just something that you don't understand at all, like you don't get. I had this That people thought. are really into. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if this fits what you're asking, but I don't get bumper stickers. That, is <laughs> that fits perfectly. Like, I just don't <laughs> understand. I was, and, and this is all encompassing. Like, I was looking today, like you've got, you know, the little Calvin guy that's pissing on the Ford, and then you've got the guy. And I saw today... Somebody's got, it's usually a big old 4x4 jacked up pickup truck. Balls hanging from the back. Balls hanging from the back, something like that. 
But he's got the Punisher logo with the Trump hair on it. And I just oh, don't. God. I was trying to think, like, what is that? Is that because I know that that's like a, the, the, some of the Marine Corps and like the SEALs and stuff, they'll use that Punisher logo. And that's a big, like, Second Amendment type thing. I mean, I guess I'm explaining it right there. But even like from that to there was a dude at the stoplight tonight and he had a giant made for a vehicle, <laughs> a giant decal of like all of the different sci-fi starships just on his like Toyota Tercel. Did each one of them like represent a member of his family? No, it wasn't like that. But yes, those Everyone that listens to this podcast has tons of bumper stickers, Which especially is, the family member bumper stickers. I guess I just don't get like all the stormtrooper kids, and I'm the Darth Vader there. And oh man, we made he it. walks as is my boys, my pets. I saw a car wreck the other day. It made me. It, I laughed so hard. Not at the car wreck. Not everybody was fine. Okay, <laughs> everybody was all right. Every there was nobody hurt. I saw a car wreck the other day. <laughs> he lost his shoes. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> It, this guy had painted his car as like urban camo, like urban and, camo. Yeah, you know, it was like uh, that digital camo. It was gray and black and blue. I was like, man, sweet irony that you had somebody just broadside you as you paid X amount of dollars to have your your car just detailed like that. The other thing to wrap that part up is. Uh, baby on board signs or stickers. What in the world is that supposed to communicate to me? Like, oh, the is gonna run you off the road, but I guess you. Got, uh, see, that's I opposite, guess you got opposite. a baby in there, Emma. I, when I see that, I go, oh, I should, I should probably like not mm-hmm. look at my phone while I'm, I'm driving. It does remind me, like, because I saw somebody today that had like twins on board, and I was like. Yeah. Probably, oh, so I, you're I like, okay, so it's like an indictment on you. You're like, oh, like, I better check myself. Because well, I see it on the yellow sign, and I'm I'm thinking, like, why? Broadcast. Is that like a, hey, excuse me for driving like a jackass. I have a baby inside here. So no, it's, cut it's across telling three the person behind you, hey, maybe don't tail me right now because I've got a baby. Kid or on, I've got a kid on board. I mean, I, I guess I get it when you put it in the simplest terms, but it's just like, like, was I going to do that anyway? Like, I don't know. I have one on my car. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I still have a quest to Palooza on my car. <laughs> I parked, I parked in the Meyer parking lot for three the, years the the best, just to avoid the best that. The best is Dean backing into that bush every Sunday as close as he could just would back into the shrubberies so that they just could not and then dropping it in park. Wait, wasn't that Mary's idea? What? Yes. It was? Wasn't that Mary's idea? That was my wife's well, idea? Well, according to Big Deal, he used to always he used to always oh gosh, praise her for that idea. For the bargain concert? He who shall not be named just was mentioned on the pod. <laughs> so, one of his last great moves honestly, was to chastise us for not having it on our cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a great one. Britain, <laughs> Britain doesn't get bumper stickers, but he had QPZA.com on his back and front window for, for six summers straight. Have you guys heard of Tate? He's coming. What I do not get is EDM... Music and festivals. Like, I can get behind a good EDM song for, like, a football game. But if you're... What is flying, EDM? Like, electronic dance music. Okay. 
Chris, what's your favorite EDM song? Yeah, name one. No, Sandstorm. That could also be any EDM song ever made. But I get it. Exactly. Yeah, so but so imagine it. that, but paying $300 or $150 for a ticket and watching that same band for nine hours straight for three days straight. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, maybe if you're, I could see if people are doing recreational drugs and they just want to like see the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the colors. I want to feel the colors, but man. Not that I've done that before. I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, saying that, but I just don't understand like people that'll go. Oh, we're gonna go to Burning Man. We're gonna go in the desert with all these people who were once circus clowns, and we're gonna get a bunch of glow sticks. Gonna get a bunch of mums, and we're gonna burn <laughs> this giant scarecrow and listen to. I think part of that's the festival environment, though. Is just it. It takes a. I mean, it beats you down. Like it used to be, that was exciting to to think about. Oh, we'll spend three nights in Wilmore listening to a bunch of Christian music. I can't, you know, Bunbury was the last, I guess, festival I was oh, at, and that was two thousand and I don't know, sixteen or something, seventeen, and it was like I'm ready to go home. I hate outdoor festivals. I'm going to one day of Forecastle. What's the one Mary was asleep at, Nathan, when she fell asleep? <laughs> Forecastle. For, for yeah, it would have had to been. I have a picture of Natalie asleep at Bunbury. Which what band was playing? Black Keys. Uh, I don't know. It was in the middle of the day. It was very on brand for Natalie. It was probably the year we went and saw the Killers, and we had a long wait between bands. Like, Bring me a lullaby. That's, that's I don't mind yeah. festivals. It's the the problem with it is that when you have to wait like five hours to see the next band you wanted to see, and it's ninety eight degrees outside. I can get behind a good festival as yeah. long as I like the, like the bands. I mean, there there is something to be said. You want the break, but when there's no real shelter and you're dehydrated and the beer is fourteen dollars per, and like it's just yeah. it's hard to be like, oh, cool, we just saw one of the ten bands out of a hundred that we wanted to see, and now we have five six hour wait. <laughs> right. Well, but that's the thing. Like, I can get behind going and seeing a band that I really love, or, or if say there's three on a festival, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go see these guys. But if I'm gonna go see this guy press play on the song that I really love while he stands in front of a a big table and uh, there's there's a light show. Like, I I don't get that. And maybe that's just me being an old man or maybe that's me just being a a curmudgeon. But the whole, like, this DJ is playing, let's crowd 500 people in front of him while he stands behind this black box and presses play and then just... Excellent shakes point. his fist. It's a good ending right there. And scene. That's probably a good place to wrap up. Andrew, do you have any thoughts? Oh, I'm sorry. You're texting somebody. I'm texting you all. Not texting me. Yeah, it's coming. Relax. And it usually comes with like a big swell. I mean, that's that's what the I mean, the chain smokers made a living doing that. Yeah, and smoking. Well, that's it. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Mom, love you. Miss you. Helen, Rachel. Miss you every day. Kathy. Eva. <laughs> Eva. Love you. There's a pair of board shorts uh, in your mailbox from your son. They are blue with a nice little floral pattern and silver trim. 
get the, you did the right thing making Andrew wear those those big baggy. Hey, that's trousers. honestly that's my takeaway. I'm gonna shame my son with with uh, clothes that he hates. That Forget taking stuff away. M- you know, force. Add it on. Misery upon them. Add it on to their Keep body. Keep it on. <laughs> Where everyone can see it's like this. It's like the OG Scarlet Letter. Scarlet shorts. <laughs> the Scarlet khakis. Straight up. He said they covered my knees. <laughs> my whole knee. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. 